Welcome back to Remember Country Music. This week I got to hang out with young up-and-coming star Avery Bilski. We talked all about her original music and how she got started through TikTok. We also talked about her brand new song, Right Off Track, which came out a few weeks ago. If you don't know her now, you'll know her soon. Avery Bilski is on the RCM Podcast. Come at you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast. This might be episode 100, if I'm not wrong. I could be wrong, actually. Maybe I maybe I shouldn't say that because I have a feeling that I'm. We're either in the late 90s, or this is 100, or this is like 101 and 102. So if we're anywhere in that range, thanks for coming back. That's 100 straight weeks, or 90 something straight weeks, and uh, we've never missed one. And uh, I'm pretty proud of that. And if uh, if you're listening and you keep listening and you keep listening, you ramble and you keep listening, you talk and uh, you say, Kyle, you're an idiot. Well, one, you're right. Two, thanks for coming back. Uh, so this is another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast, as I said. And uh, today I'm really excited uh, to welcome in Avery Bilski. And uh, I got her last name right because, you know. Yeah, you did. Let's do it. Avery, thanks for coming to hang out with me. I appreciate it. I'm excited to have you here. And, thanks for having um, me. You're really busy today, so I'm really excited you took a little bit of time out of your day to come hang out with me. Yes, I am. I am. But I took the hour, so. She took the hour. It's all that matters. It's all anyone needs to know. She took the hour. <laughs> I um, I, I was telling Avery before we signed on here that uh, I'm, I'm a pretty, uh, I learned a long time ago from a professor. I'll shout him out. His name is Abe Hefter. He is a, he's a great man, and he he uh, always preached the be early, and um. And if you're, if you're five minutes early, you're, you're on time. And if you're under five minutes early, you're late. And this morning I woke up and got out of bed. And, and for those of you who don't know, I, I work kind of crazy hours and I um, didn't fall asleep till like four 30. And then I don't think I've ever mentioned this, but I also have diabetes and I went low. Right. And I'm sitting there pounding dots. If you're not a candy fan, if you're not a dots fan, I know a lot of people aren't dots fans, but I love dots and do not come for me. But, um, like pounding dots, like 5am. And I'm like, shit, I gotta actually get up in the morning. And I got up and then I went low again. So it's 1029. All right. 1029. We were supposed to start recording at 10 o'clock and I was late and I own it. That's I all own good. it. It's all I good. At least it's like you had a reason to be late. It's not like that's you just right. That's it. It. There we go. At least, at least, uh, at least I'm respected. Not, uh, not, 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 no, I'm not mad. No one's mad at me. So that's good. That's good. Um, so let's talk about you a little bit. You're from uh, Roswell, Georgia. I am. Um, I don't know where that is geographically. Um, so I'm, I'm going to need like your help. Here, but 40, 45 minutes from like the city of Atlanta. Okay. Not that bad. That's not bad at all. Do you like Atlanta? So yes, but it's like the traffic is absolutely ridiculous. Okay. But I do. I, we, I live in like a small town area. Cool. Um, big street called Canton street has all the little coffee shops towns and I love it. It's just like traffic's ridiculous. And especially since things are like getting moving again, since like COVID starting to die down and everything, it's just like, ah, it takes too long to get places. Well, cause Atlanta doesn't have like public transportation, right? Or do, or do you, I don't know. They do. Um, especially, yeah, they have, um, MARTA buses, just not, I never really go near all that. Like we don't live too close to that. So I wouldn't yeah. like much, but um, yeah, it's just crazy. A lot of people. Cause I always, I always think about like people, people that, you know, 
nine times, eight times out of 10, the, you know, the people that I interact with through, through this is that, you know, they're from Nashville or, or surrounding areas yeah. and, or they, or they live there and maybe not from there, but um, I've only met a handful of uh, native Nashvilleians, which is uh, always an interesting conversation because um, you know, they have such an insight and it's actually kind of cool, but um, everyone that, that moves to Nashville always complains about the traffic or like, People, I, you know, I know people from the Atlanta area and they complain about the traffic too. It's like a very common thing to complain about the traffic. And I yeah. think about it and I'm like, man, I go to New York city. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I go to New York city. That's, that's my Atlanta. Like that, that people tell me, they're like, you're going to hate it. Like it's going to be so much traffic. And I'm like, you're talking to someone who's like from Atlanta and like deals with probably, I don't know if it's worse or not, but like, I don't know. It's not going to be that much of like a shock to me. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think it will either. And I think that, that, you know, it's either going to be better than you think, or just as worse. It's just as bad. Like there's not really a middle ground there. It's yeah. be better, better. It's just going to still suck. It is yeah. what it is. It but is. Um, it. you guys need to get like, someone needs to get like subway systems. Although I can't say that I hate the New York city subway, but <laughs> a nice, a nice subway system, a nice one. Um, so, so kind of, why don't you just, uh, start off by, by, um, I, I hate asking this, but I feel like when, 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 um, you know, a, a new face comes and sits down and, and, um, you know, maybe, maybe people are sitting here because they know you already and they love your songs and they love your music, or maybe they just, um, somehow want to listen to me. Don't know why. Um, but, uh, why don't you kind of give everyone the, uh, like, this is me, this is kind of who I am. And, and, and then we'll get rolling a little bit more into your stuff. Hey. Well, I don't know. I don't know where to begin. Grew up Roswell, Georgia, whole life. Um, born, raised. Um, played guitar. Picked it up when I was nine because I saw a Disney Channel commercial and I was like, I want to be her. So I picked up the guitar when I was nine, started singing. And then things really took off when I started leading worship for my church, St. Anne's. Um, and then, so I did that every Sunday. And then all my whole life, I was a softball player, travel, did the whole thing consumed my life my sister did too and um, high school game I rounded first base sophomore year and tore my ACL MCL my meniscus and then I was like all right like and at that moment I was really like getting into music but at the same time I was trying to balance this like athlete life Mm -hmm. so I decided to tell my coach which at the time was really difficult to do he was the head baseball coach that transferred to softball anyway but um I told him I'm like hey I'm I'm done um I need just need to like take some time for myself and like in that sophomore through junior year like I just completely like fell in love with writing and singing and I started to do gigs I played on Canton Street um which is near my hometown and then things just started to take off. And then I posted one TikTok one day and then everything kept rolling from there. It's all about that TikTok, right? There's Hey, that was pretty good. Honestly, there, you know, there's there some people that, that say spark notes version that end up talking for 20 minutes. And I'm like, you know, this wasn't my spark notes version, but if it's yours, <laughs> it is yours. It's, it's yours. That was a pretty good one. I'll tell you, you broke it down pretty <laughs> quick and you got from point A to point B in a, in a, in a GIF. I like it. Nice job. Very nice job. I, um, I think that's great. And I think that, you know, the music's an interesting thing because you always talk to people and you say, and you say, you know, what do you love about music? Whether you're a, a consumer, a listener, or, or someone who, so, who puts it out. And it's always, you know, it's like a therapeutic thing, right? So that, that's always what it comes down to. If you're a real music fan, I'm not talking about like, if you just, 
you know, have favorite songs and like maybe a favorite artist. And you just like kind of listen every so often. Like, I, I mean, like someone who like listens to music constantly. Like I listen to music constantly. You yes. probably also listen to music constantly. I would imagine. 24 seven. That's right. And I, I think that it, that it comes down to, to, to one of two things. It's either um, a, a thing of joy, a thing that brings you happiness um, depending on where you are uh, and what you're doing in that, in that period of time, or it's a therapy and that's also therapeutic, but it takes you out of a place, um, mm-hmm. you know, whether that be a hard time or, or what, or whatnot. But, but I, I feel like if I go back to some of my favorite music memories, um, some of the ones that stick out the most to me, and I'm like really weird because I can like pinpoint artists and songs that I've been able mm-hmm. that I've been listening to uh, throughout times in my life, whether they be good or bad, but the ones that stick out the most, are the ones that the times are just a little bit harder than the rest. So, yeah. so I think that music is so therapeutic and, and you see a lot of times, you know, guys and girls that, that are athletes and, and that, you know, kind of leave that thing that's driven their life. Right. And then you're just like, now what, even me, I'll, I'll put me as an example, right? Like I'm, you know, growing up, I was an athlete, uh, you know, played sports through high school. And once I went to college, I was like, okay, now what, you know, I put on, yeah. 15 pounds. And I was like, all right, well, you know, now, now what do I do? So like, what am I competing for? Like, I didn't, I didn't even like going to the gym, you know, I was like, what am I, I'm not competing here. Um, yeah. So you, you kind of find another outlet outlet. And for me, that was music. And I'm glad that is for you too. I think yeah. that, that that is a, that is a thing. And, and, and as a songwriter, I'm sure that it's probably helped your songs ones that have gotten lost in the oh, demo sure. jail so yeah. far. Um, but, but I think that that's really cool. And I think that, um, you know, it's, that's, that's why we love music. That's why, you know, we all sit down and we love music is, is because it helps us through, through times. Like are there, music. yes, exactly. Are, are there times where, when you're going through that, um, even maybe not, maybe, maybe even more recently, um, it can kind of be in any scenario, but were there times where, where, you know, there were songs and there were artists that really helped you and, and, and kind of uh, motivated you to keep going, even if that might be, you know, maybe you're getting discouraged with putting your own music out, yeah. writing your own songs. Cause that happens too. That's like a very normal thing. It doesn't mean you don't love it. Everyone gets discouraged, right? I get discouraged every day, but um, like, are, are there artists and their songs that, that have helped you do that? Honestly. Um, yeah. I would say for some reason last year, I was super close with all the seniors last year. So now they're freshmen mm-hmm. um, in college and we were, it was like come to your COVID or like after that, we hung out every day. And um, and then it was hard when they like all left because it was like, oh, well, my hometown friends. And now I'm like, it was just hard to cope with. But it was just certain artists that were like, we always listen to um, Riley Green, Cody Johnson and like all them. And it's just like nice now because I can go back and like listen to them and like kind of like be flushed back with memories. And it was funny because me and my sister were talking about this yesterday, but she's like, you know what? Her name's Amelia. Um, and she's like, Avery, you need to write, you need to put together a playlist of like all the songs that like remind you of a specific moment in time. Like you ever have those songs where it's like, oh, I can see this happening. And, this happening. and I was like, that is such a good idea. So yeah, I still need to do that. But um, yeah, there's just certain songs and moments that take me back to like a certain specific moment in time and it's like I guess my goal is to like have one of my songs be that for someone else yeah which hopefully has happened but um I don't know that's just kind of how I look at it I think that that well I'm sure it's probably happened I think that you know that people listen to music and, and whether whether you are selling out stadiums or you're just starting to cut your teeth right um sometimes 
the newest of songs and the rawest of songs are the ones that that do the most in my opinion and and that's why i love songwriting i mean you know i i can't write a song i can't play an instrument i can't sing a lick but i love songwriting for the storytelling part of it right um i think that's cool about the playlist i i would try and do that too except i just yeah yeah uh -uh. i'm not i always wanted to be a playlist guy but i don't know and this is so bad like i definitely i have a playlist and if you're listening and you want to uh, listen to a playlist with a bunch of really cool p- people, type in RCM Features on Apple Music and Spotify, and it will come up with a playlist of everyone that's been on this show. It's actually kind of cool, but it is what it is. Those are all people I love, all songs I love. Go listen to that. Anyway, side note, um, I always wanted to be a playlist person so that I could be like, this is what I'm listening to. Um, and then I was on TikTok and um, I posted something, right? And someone in my comments was like, um, can we get a playlist and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't have one. <laughs> I'm like, crap. So I was like, I'm going to make one, right? Are you, Avery, are you ready for this? I ready. go to make a playlist, right? And I was going <laughs> to compile it of some of my favorite country songs. I wasn't going to like theme it. It was just going to be some of my favorite songs. Okay. I listen to a lot of music, a lot of okay. music. How many hours I went through like all of my country music. And I like whittled it down and I like took out a lot and I decided like what I really wanted in there. Take a guess how many hours this playlist was. Definitely over a couple days. I don't know. You tell me. I feel like I'm going to totally overshoot or mm, 48 to 52 hours. 49 hours long. Yeah. It was 49 hours long. I might, I just might have you beat actually. No way. Fun fact about me, I'm a playlist junkie. And I have this oh. one country playlist I've been adding to for years. It is 1,126 songs, which is 64 hours. <laughs> Jeez, my God. Now I want to see how many songs mine is. Damn. I, I don't know. I think playlists are great. I haven't met someone that's come close, though. So it's kind of like. Well, look at that. I know. It's a problem. Oh, like, anytime there's new music, I'm throwing it on there. Oh, yeah, I know. But, like. Here's my thing is like, yeah, okay, yeah, you you really got me beat. You win. You I win. I don't know. I, I, hey, I, it's not a competition. It's not what is the name of yours, though? What is the name of yours? It's Kicking It Country. I have Apple Music, though. So I, I also have Apple Music. I'm going to have okay, Apple Music. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kicking It Country. What's the, you want to know what the I'll name send it is? To you. I'll take it. Mine's Songs for Shit Kickers. <laughs> you not. know what? Wait, that brings up something hilarious. As an artist, I don't know if you know this, but you can see the playlist that your songs are added to yeah and some of the names are so funny oh yeah i bet it is hilarious i bet yeah playlists are a great thing and if you're a person listening and like you and you're not a playlist person i highly recommend you become a playlist person because it really helps out the arts um and i'm I'm a huge hypocrite because i i don't playlist but it has nothing to do with the fact that i just like have a really hard time like this is like a i'm like a music pack rat i have a really hard time like like taking songs out because a lot of songs mean a lot to me and whether I'm not listening to them right now in two months, I might be listening to them all the time. So like, yeah. I have a really hard time deciphering like what I like and what I don't like. And well, that's not true. I know what I like and what I don't like. I just don't know how to not put it in a certain category of songs. So yeah. I, so I just like, str- I struggle with that. And I wish I didn't because plays are like I- such a cool thing. And like, I honestly think I know so much music and so many people and I'm not tooting my own horn. I just listen to a lot of music. So many people say like, Give me like a country music playlist. And I'm just like, I don't have one. No, like, you definitely need to like start like a good playlist account. Like 
Maybe. It's so it's so helpful. It, is so it takes so long though. It takes so long to sit not there. And really, go. like when I'm like driving, well, when I'm not driving, when someone else is driving, and like I'm in, for example, my mom drove this weekend, and I was just in the back. Yeah, like I already have one queued up. So I moved June first, um, okay. and I literally already have one queued up. It's okay. called I forgot what it's called, but I'm just ready to play it and listen to it in the car. <laughs> it's it's already ready to go. I, I forgot what it's called. <laughs> Yeah. I, um, that's great. I think that posts are awesome. And I, I really do got to kind of get on top of that, but that's why I got the, uh, the, the RCM features. I feel like it's, it's when people ask me what new music I'm listening to, you know, I can tell them Luke Combs and Riley Green and Cody Johnson and Eric Church, right? Like I can show them that stuff, but like, I may not be able to, I, it might be more beneficial for me to show them the Avery Belsky's world. You know what I mean? Like, no. Like it, it might it might make more sense for me to show them the Avery Belsky, the Gabe Lee's, the Brittany Moore's, Yeshay McDowell. Like that that might make more sense. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Because it it, it allows them to just kind of see what's out there. I think the one thing about country music that I love, but also I know a lot of people don't love, is country music is very very is very songwriter driven, right? Like it's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's all about most of it. It's all about the words, right? And and I think that there's a lot of people where I grew up in suburban new jersey that don't give it a shot because they're just thinking what they're hearing on the radio not necessarily good or bad you know like that's not a conversation we're going down it depends yeah on we're not about that but but um <laughs> but i think that people kind of give it a preconceived notion of what they're going into listening to and i always tell them every single time that if you open your mind and you open your ears you'll probably think different after you let me show you oh, sure. what i think because I sure. know, I I can guarantee you, I can show you five songs that are nothing like what you think. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can show them Cry Boy, right? And they're gonna be like, okay, this is a really cool take on Arbor song. You know what I mean? It's there's so many artists too that are not like, I guess pushed in a sense, but like they're just independent, and it's like, oh my gosh, like they're writing like all of these music row writers are writing, and it's yeah. just like. It's just like tough to see sometimes because like they have such a talent and like such a skill and it's just like you want to like make them as big as possible because like people should hear what they're writing. So I um if, if anyone just heard a massive like mic flare, I just whacked my mic. So I'm sorry. Um <laughs> sorry for headphone users. Um no, you're hundred percent right. You're totally right. I think that that there are a lot of people that that write for radio. And that's not a bad thing. A lot of people have made really, really great careers writing for radio. Uh, I'm not not dogging that at all. But there's a lot of people who write. It all starts off because they love writing, right? Like they love the music. And, and that's why they do it every day. That's how it always starts off. And then, you know, things come into play. And it is a business. At the end of the day, it's a business. We're not going to sit here and say it's not. Um, so like songs are going to come out that may not. But they, the, other, the other thing, the important thing to realize is if if a songwriter is writing a song that's very, you know, mainstream driven, um, they still might love that song. So like, who are we to tell them that, you know, yeah. we don't think they're, you know, shit, right? Like, like, yeah. like, like, who are we to say that? Because like, at the end of the day, as long as you're passionate, like, if you go out and write, I'm just going to say this, I, I, I really hate, I'm not the biggest like Walker Hayes fan, okay? Okay. But I recognize that Walker Hayes' career is transcending and like what he's doing yeah. is like really, really cool. I just don't love him. You know what I mean? 
Um, like I know you're a Musker, Casey Musgraves fan, right? Yeah. I think yeah. Casey Musgraves is a great writer and I think her music's good. It's just not my thing. Like I just won't yeah. listen to it. I think she's good, right? I'm never going to say Casey Musgraves is not good because I think she's freaking yeah. over the moon talented, but it's just not my thing, right? Yeah. So I'm never going to say I don't like someone because who you might like is may- maybe like I'm, I'm very rock driven. I'm very uh, full management driven. Like that's, that's, that's where my music lies, right? Yeah. But you may not feel that way. And you might, but you may not. So like, I can't say like you're wrong because it's not. Music's very interpretational. That's what I'm getting at. Do you know the song A Rock by Hardy? Of course. Okay. So I, for example, that's a song that has no, no chorus or anything, but I showed that to my sister, my mom, my dad. And it's Mm -hmm. like the first time listening to it, they were like, Ooh, like they didn't know how to feel about it. And then I was like, no, 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 just stop and just listen to the lyrics and what like is actually being written. Yeah. And then they're like, oh wait, this is one of the coolest songs I've ever heard. Like, um, and it's just like, it takes a minute to just like stop and actually listen to what someone's writing. 100%. And then like process it and be like, oh wait, that's actually really cool. Like they're really talented. Yeah, I think that Hardy's a really good example of that too, because oh, I think, that, sure. I think that there's sure. a lot of people that, that would, let's put it this way. I think there's a lot of people you know, where I grew up that would love Casey Musgraves, right? Because uh-huh. it's very like, she's very driven to, you know, the R&B and, and the pop world, which is yeah. like very popular here. But there's a lot of people who also love Hardy because like uh-huh. me, I grew up on like Creed and Nickelback and like Hinder and, and those like pop punk bands, right? I don't even know if yeah. you call it pop punk, but rock bands, right? And I think that, um, you know, those those artists is is kind of emulating those guys. So I think that it's, it's um I think that that's why those are really good examples. And, 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 you know, at, at the end of the day, you're right. It's, it's about the words. Like let's, let's use um, sold, sold. It was sold or sold out, sold out that new heart. Sold, sold, right? yeah. sold out is like borderline. Like a, that is a rock song. I, that is significantly less a country song than it is a rock song, yeah. um, but it's great. It's great. Or I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I do. When he came out with the preview on Instagram, I was like, it's I need so this to cool. drop right now. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. cool. And I think that that's, that, that's, that's why the music's awesome. You, when you get guys like Michael Hardy who, who have written everything under the sun, but then they, their own music is like a completely different take on everything that they write. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's awesome. I think that's really cool. Um, so enough about everyone else's music. <laughs> Let's talk about your music. We've been going on for like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. We've only briefly mentioned your music. So let's, let's, let's kind of roll into to your songs here. Cause I think that they're great. And I think that I want to break them down just a little bit. Nothing too deep. We don't, you know, we don't have to yeah, you know, no go too crazy here, but you got three songs out, right? You know, you started putting music out in 2021. Um, mm-hmm. um, first one's called I do too. Second one is followed by cry boy. Uh, and then the newest one that um, as per recording just came out last week. Um, if you're listening, uh, it is out and ready to roll. So um, go listen to it. It's called right off track. Um yep. So let's, let's, let's start from the beginning here and kind of just, you know, briefly go through, um, there, there are some reasons why I love all of these songs. Um, but I'm going to let you explain to them, uh, kind of, kind of what you got going on here. I love, I do too, because it's kind of an, well, this is the way I'm going to interpret it. And then you can tell me exactly what you think, but, but for me, um, it's kind of an anthem to all your favorite artists and, and, you know, the people that kind of shaped, you know, I mean, like, you know, you mentioned so many artists in there, Casey Musgraves, like I said, Miranda Lambert. Morgan Wallen, even I think I caught in there, uh, Mary Morris and Luke Combs. And, you know, there's, there could be more that I missed, but I, I am a sucker, sucker. <clears throat> and I got a frog in my throat. What am I going through puberty again? Come on. Um, <laughs> I am a sucker 
for songs that mention other artists and other songs. Always have been, always will be. Like if, if you mention another artist or another song in your songs, nine times out of 10, I'm going to listen to it more than once. I'm, I've always been a sucker. I really can't tell you why I cannot pinpoint it, but I love, like, um, I love songs that, that, that mention other artists, whether they, that be influences or just like, you know, people that they enjoy. But, um, so, so, so you put that song out and, um, what, why, why, why that is your first release and what does that song mean to you? And what do you love about it? Okay. So, um, I guess it all started with like, I started to post on TikTok little bits of me singing original songs. And I was like, you know what, whatever, if someone steals it, like, I'm going to take the risk. Like, and technically since it's down and recorded, like legally, I don't know. But, um, anyway, so I was just like sitting in my room one day and I just wrote that little part. That's like Casey Musgraves told me. So I gave that cowboy space. Um, and I wrote that first little verse and I posted it on TikTok. And at this point, I think one TikTok got a couple thousand views. Um, but I posted it and I was like, or whatever. So I went here to check my phone and I was like, oh my gosh, like this has thousands and like thousands of views and likes. And I was like, oh no. And like, I'm reading in some of these comments on all of my TikToks are like, or like release this now or I'll drive off a bridge. And I'm just like, so. <laughs> okay. Like, like, okay. So, um. I went home, I finished it, and then I posted one more, and that was with the Morgan Wallen verse, and then it even blew up even more. Mm-hmm. And then I posted something of me singing it live at a festival, and then that one blew up even more than the other one did. So I was like, you know what? Like, I just need to release this. Yeah. So um, my good friend, you're going to find this cool, actually. Chandler Walters. He is Oh, seal player for Ernest, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. He actually recorded along with David Leonard, if I'm saying it correctly, he's local in Georgia. Um, So me, Chandler and David went into David's studio and recorded it. Um, And then my dad's a photographer. So we just did a fun little shoot. And I think I was in Nashville when I prepared for release um, and then released it. And then it actually got to my surprise, because I just kind of ran into all this and happened really fast, but um, caught some heat and then I just keep doing it. Yeah. And yeah, Cryboy came along. Cryboy's sick. Can we talk about Cryboy? That's so cool because I think, I think that it needs to be broadcasted more. Sometimes we got soft hearts too. It hurts. It hurts. I know. I was like, guys never get heartbreak songs. Like, no, they never get heartbreak songs. And, and I will tell you that guys are, there are a lot of softies out there. Okay. And I'm not oh, saying yeah. it's a bad thing because I'm one of them. Right. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's a thing. All right. And I think that it's a really cool interpretation. I don't want to, uh, to, to diminish um, from what you just said. I think that, I think I do too is a great song. I actually think everyone should go listen to it. I think it's awesome. And, and, and it deserves all the success that it came. Um, I just think Cryboy is, is it's one of those things i'm sure it's out there i'm sure that there's an interpretation like this out there um i just haven't heard one that's this good so i um i think it's awesome and i think that that i need you to explain why it happened and where it came from and is there a person that this that this came from because i I don't know i just think that it's really funny so i got a call one day from an old from one of my good friends because they heard about an old friend that got broke that um we didn't know the full story so okay. some i don't know funny story but um so you, you, i heard you keep that, it you keep it broad <laughs> so he um i don't know if he broke up his girlfriend his 
girlfriend broke up with him or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Like, um, I feel really bad for him. Like that really, that really sucks. So I wrote this song. It was right after I heard flower shops. Cool. Because um, the guy's trying to win over the girl with like yeah. flowers and whatever. So I actually kind of wrote it with those two things in mind, like as a um, reaction or different perspective from flower shops. And then from hearing that, like somebody I used to know, like just got out of a relationship or whatever. And so I was like, oh, I feel so bad for him. So I wrote this song. And then after I wrote it, I found out that he cheated on her four times. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, at least I got a song out of it. Um, it happens. Um, it's what it is. <laughs> but anyway, so um, so I kind of stuck with like writing it off based off flower shops um, by Ernest and Morgan Wallen. So I posted a little clip of it on TikTok, and then it was really funny reading the comments for some of the guys. So I was like. Oh, like they actually like feel something. You know what I mean? That's horrible. <laughs> well, it's like you never expect them to like open yeah. up. No, I, I agree. I think you're right. I think no. <laughs> I feel like there's like this per- perceived like conception that like, you know, like we'll move on and like, yeah, this, for this sure. can sound shitty, but like, okay, there's, there's more fish in the sea, right? Like, yeah. you know, when, like there's always someone else, which like necessarily like isn't true. I, I know a lot of guys that went through some pretty crappy heartbreaks and like they, yeah, like you're they won't be pretty open about it. I mean, I, you know, at, at one point in life I did too. I think a lot of people do. I think it's like kind yeah. of a normal thing, um, but just it's less broadcasted. Guys are less likely to, 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 to write a heartbreak song from a guy's perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just not as popular because I think that those emotions are not something that a guy might be proud of. I don't even really yeah. know. Like, I, like, I don't think that if I was a songwriter, I could sit down and write a song like that, but I don't know why I couldn't. Cause like, I'm a pretty openly emotional guy. Like I, like, I, you know, like I, there's, there's, there's a line, but like, I think that at, at for most like like if you said hey kyle you ever have your heart broken i'd probably say yes you know what i mean like i think that, that it's you know it's it's just one of those things but i i like that you took the jump i think that that is a thing and i'm, I'm sure it was a little bit of a uh of a, of a weird scary jump because you don't know how the response it, is going to be it was it was like i did get like maybe two negative responses but like that's not gonna you know what that means right you know what the two negative responses mean means what? you're making it you always need someone to hate on you i'm telling you I'm that's telling you. true Damn. but like so yeah they actually loved it so i wrote the rest of it and then again called i said hey chandler last time you me and david work so let's just do it again yeah and so we did and um love the pedal steel and that guitar and that song by the way but that's um so that's he, a damn country song right there uh-huh. i know we right. killed it again and then i released it and um yeah it was it was awesome. cool seeing looking at my tiktok analytics during that period of time because my guy followers like spiked <laughs> like, usually it's like 80 percent girls and 20 percent guys but then it was like 30 and then it was it was that like was that's funny. So funny that's great that's great that, that's why you do it there you go cool. that's it i love it I love it. So then let's roll in. Right. So, so then, then, uh, later on this year, as of a week ago, as of recording here, you put out, um, I think it was a week ago, actually, maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong, but I think it was a week ago. No, it was a week ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. right off track. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's your third release second in yeah. the year. Um, I, crazy stuff, right? Three songs uh, out. Three this songs all happened out. fast. And, um, so yeah, with that one, um, 
I won't get into too much detail, but I think it was the first song that I actually released that was kind of per like personal in a sense. Um, saw an old friend um, that during Thanksgiving break, and I came home, and then I just sat down, grabbed my guitar, and I was like, I just wrote the first verse. Yeah. And just kept it rolling, I guess. I guess when I start writing, I just kind of don't stop. Like, it yeah. just kind of, like, comes Pours out. Up. Yeah. Yeah, so I wrote that, and I was like, you know what? Like, if I post this, like, they could think that it's about them. And I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Like, you can't be scared of that. And it's like, you just have to, like, share what you're writing. So I posted it singing in my kitchen, I think. Like, played it over my Bose speaker and then sang it. And then people were particularly aggressive with this song and I think it's because it was more personal so like when they heard it it hit like it really hit with them mm -hmm. so they were like you need to release this like no jokes with this one so third time's a charm went in the studio with Chandler and David and recorded and there you have right off track which there was my have. it's my favorite out of the three I will say that really okay I think it's great I think it's phenomenal and I, I think the reason why you're saying that is because it's probably more personal but mm -hmm. um I don't know, like, like we've been going back to like the, thera the therapeutic part is where, where, where it probably is, is one of those things where like, I'm sure when you put it out, wherever this individual is, is probably like, oh, well, crap. You know we're I mean? still, we're still friends, but like, sure. Yeah. But like, it's always like, you know, when you listen to a song, no matter what, you're still friends or not. Right. Like there's still emotions there. Like you still, there, oh, for sure. there's still things that you want to, to say, and this is your way to say them. Um, so, so I understand the, uh, the hard part about it though. I, I think that that is a, a kind of a universal thing. It's kind of like, it's, mm -hmm. you know, this is your art. This is the way for you to get your feelings on paper. And this is the way for you to, to, to kind of, you know, work through life for lack of a better term. And, and, um, but it is hard when, when you know that it's about a specific part. I mean, there's a, there's a ton of people that write songs that put them out that they're not necessarily about them. Right. Um, mm -hmm. but, or, or more put them out that don't write them, but, um, um, yeah, I think that, that that is a thing and that's a very real thing. And, and it, you always got to get over that hump and, um, but you got over the hump early. So it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. You're good. You're doing great. I, I think that all your songs are fantastic. And I love that you put Thanks. them all out in, in the last year or so. And I hope you continue putting out more. Um, I got uh, plans. So, but yeah. I think, I think the next project is going to be bigger and cool. it's, if any fans are listening from TikTok right now, I like I promise things are happening, guys. You just gotta be a little patient. They're needy. Wanted... They're needy. They want you get one song and they say, okay, when's the next? No, like, you should yesterday. I'm like, I'm trying. Like... You see that stuff all the time. It's it's like you put out a I saw something, someone put out a whole album, right? Um, and it was it was someone that I knew and they put out a whole album, and I was like, just going through their comments. I just want to see what people thought about the album because I really liked it. And I want to see if people felt the uh -huh. same way. And they said, when's new music? I was like, bro, this album came out a week ago. Like, I would let's relax. I was like, let's take a back seat. Let's put it in neutral. Let's roll for a little bit. Like, let's come on. I know. Um, but they always want more. And I, I don't know. I think that's a good. If they always want more, it's a good sign. But, mm -hmm. but you know, it is a little bit of a, of a pressure, uh, pressure. I know. And it's like hard to get across to them like that um that it, it does take time it's like and if you want something quick it's not going to be as good yeah. and um yeah 100%. there's no particular song that everyone is raging that i'm not releasing yet yet do you have a name it's, for it 
It's uh, when we were 17. <laughs> it's the one, it was my most popular TikTok. I think it was like over a million. Views. I like that one. <laughs> so I, it's not, and like, I've never been married. Like, I don't know. I just had that idea to write about. And I was like, wow. Sometimes, so, sometimes it just happens. It just I happens. It's coming. I promise it's coming. Hey. We're, we're just going to have to wait for that one. Hey, it's all good things to come to people that wait. That's what it is. That's what it yep. is. Avery, you are, uh, you're absolutely awesome. I'm so glad that, uh, you're able to come and uh, hang out with me for a little bit, talk about some, uh, some tunes and, uh, and everything yeah. else. And, um, I'm just really excited to see kind of, uh, what unfolds for you the next few years here and, and, uh, and all the new music is going to come, going to come out. You're going to do amazing. And, um, you're killing it with the podcast too. Track. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Everybody, you can go follow, uh, Avery on Instagram, uh, Avery Bilski, all one word that is A V. E-R-I-E-B-I-E-L-S-K-I. Don't tell me I didn't win my spelling bee championship. Let's go. Come on. (laughs) Everybody, go listen to Avery's music wherever you stream music. um, And uh, wherever you listen to it, um, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, it's there. Go listen to it. Go share it with your friends. Uh, Go share it with the random person coming down the street. Her her newest song right off track is out now. It's phenomenal. Um, you'll love it. Um, yeah, that was another episode of the Member Country Music Podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars if you love the episode, and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. And we listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um, it's all there. Um, like I said, go share it with everyone you know. And um, yeah, I'm Kyle Corbus. That's Avery Bilski. See you next okay. week. Bye-bye now. Mm-hmm.